Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about um, guilt and the anxiety that we get from guilt and how the guilt feeds our anxiety. And as our listener who sent the question in uh, will say, it seems to feed itself. So I would like to play a recording that Liz sent in on the speak pipe. And I also want to remind you that if you want to send a question in, on the speak pipe and have your question aired and then have it answered. You can do that by going to anxietycoachespodcast.com and on the home page, you will see a little microphone over on the right hand side. Just click that and you'll have 90 seconds to leave your question. You can record it as many times as you need uh, before you press send so it can be exactly the way you want it to be. I look forward to your questions and happy to play them on the air when we can. I love answering your questions. So if you've got something you'd like answered, send it in. Now let's hear from Liz. Hi, Gina. This is Liz. Um, I've been thinking um, about guilt and anxiety a lot lately, and I don't know if you've touched base on it before, but I figured I'll just ask the question anyway. So when it comes to anxiety, I think that one of the things that I uh, tend to deal with a lot is just this pressing guilt of feeling so bad about thinking certain things or having intrusive thoughts. And I know you talked about those type of things a lot, um, but why is it that guilt is so strong with anxiety? And what are ways that we can or at least I can improve with not feeling so guilty about having a bad thought. Because I think that's one of the things that keeps me going in my anxiety loop is this constant um, wheel of guilt, guilt, guilt. So I would just love to hear your thoughts on guilt and anxiety and how to uh, potentially help with not feeling so guilty about anxiety. Thanks. Thank you, Liz, for sending that question in. It's not only a great question, it's also a very common question. So I'm looking forward to spending a little bit of time here today with the guilt and with, you mentioned, intrusive thoughts and anxiety. And how can you improve from having the guilty feelings about having a bad thought? And it's an interesting thought, you know, the bad thought. So let's talk about first as we get started here, remembering that every challenging emotion that we have in our lives, every feeling, emotion that we have that is uncomfortable does not need to be stemming from anxiety. Now, anxiety has become this big umbrella now where everything is looked at as it must be coming from anxiety or it's going to cause me anxiety. And a lot of that is very, very true. And what Liz is talking about here today 
is all tied up together. Uh, Liz, you are right on in asking that question. And I just get a lot of mail about uh, many different things. And often every challenging emotion is linked with anxiety. So I want to be clear that not everything that is a challenge in our life that is an emotion uh, does not mean that it's anxiety. Some things we just do have to go through. And so today we're going to talk about going through some guilt and how do we deal with that guilt? And Liz had uh, some really important points here. So I want to say first that the guilt is strong and it can feel like I am a bad person for having that thought. This comes up a lot. And if anything's going to fuel the fire of anxiety, it's that you're a bad person or that you're doing, you know, a bad job or bad things. So let's, let's look at that. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Having the idea that you have done something that you should feel bad about. So, uh, you know, sometimes we do. Sometimes we need that little uh, wake-up call so that we don't do something again. Guilt really does serve us and uh, that we don't go back there again and make maybe the same mistake twice. Uh, maybe we can learn how to change how we are behaving or how we're speaking so that we don't, you know, encounter that feeling again. It, it can be corrective. It can work for us. When it becomes a problem, when guilt becomes a problem, is when we are feeling guilty about having a thought. Now, where do those thoughts come from, right? Where are they coming from? We feel bad about having a thought. Many of these thoughts are random. Many of these thoughts are totally off the wall. Many of them are subconscious. They are bubbling up from being from things that either we have seen or participated in or been exposed to. 
in our past. They don't particularly mean that we are conjuring this up in this moment. And we, you know, by the time we become adults, we have been exposed to a lot of things, especially things that, that have been from our electronics. And so this is a good place for me to insert my ideas on how we should use our screens and how we should use our entertainment, whether you're reading books on uh, your laptop, whether you're reading books on your phone, whether you're reading books and paper, watching movies, listening to music, all of this is, it all counts because it all goes into us. We're like sponges. We pull it all in. Now we can decide we, you know, that we have um, a thought or a feeling about certain things and that maybe we don't continue to participate in those, but everything comes into us and goes into our subconscious. So our subconscious becomes this great big thing of our experiences, a, a, a container of things that we have uh, been exposed to in our entire lives. And you don't have control particularly of when those things bubble up. So just because you saw something one time or read something in a book, uh, doesn't mean that it is you that has thought this up and has decided to think about it. So I want to let you off the hook a little bit here. You can't control what bubbles up from your subconscious. You also can't control what you are always exposed to. I mean, just driving through a city, billboards, I mean, everything is at us. What are We have our computer on for one thing and we have these ads that come up for other things. So we're not always in control over what we're exposed to. And so those things can bubble up. We can also have thoughts that are coming up that we just cannot even imagine where these came from, right? But I want to ask you to use care of what you let in to your body through your senses. We're all so aware of what kind of foods we eat, what kind of water we're drinking. Is our water, has it been filtered? Is it pure? How are these drinks? Everybody's reading labels in the shops. Very careful about what we take in for our food sources and we want to be just as careful as to what we t- let in through our eyes and our ears and all of our senses. You wouldn't hang around a bunch of obnoxious smells. So why do you want to hang around a bunch of obnoxious uh, visuals, which we can easily bump into on the internet? So just use care as to what you let in for yourself and your family, your children. If you are parents, you are in charge of that for many years. So I will get off my soapbox now, but we have to be very careful because it's very easy for things to come in toward us and we don't even know that we are consuming those things, but we are. Where can we go from there? If we aren't in control as to what bubbles up from our subconscious and where these random thoughts come from, or maybe they're thoughts that we have have had before and we have entertained before, and now it's coming up again. And we're wanting to not feel guilty about it. Like, I thought I worked that out. I thought I was over that. Well, 
we don't have control that it came about, that it floated through our mind, whether it's our mind when we're in meditation or whether it's in our mind when we were working and all of a sudden we have this random thought that has caused us to feel a sense of guilt. I want to say the point of power is in your response. We want to stay away from habitual reactivity and give ourselves the space required to respond. And so we want to respond with ability. That's our responsibility. This is our life and we are going to be the one who chooses how we are going to respond. So Liz, you asked, why is the guilt so strong? Why do I feel guilt from these intrusive thoughts and and then feed the anxiety? Because you are probably in habit. And so it feels like thought, guilt, thought, guilt, but there's space there. And if we can slow things down enough to just put a tiny little wedge in there, a wedge where we can expand. You know how a wedge can work. It can really split things wide open, a little tiny wedge. But if we can just get that wedge started by a little bit of space, a little bit of consciousness, and so we are going to be aware of when we feel that guilt. Okay, Liz, I want you to, the next time you feel it, to actually take a pause, a wedge, and put it in there and give yourself just enough space to make a choice. And the choice is between feeling habitual guilt, because that's just what we've done before, or are we going to take a little bit of awareness and say, I've seen this before. I've had this before. Gina said these thoughts come and they go, and I can make a choice to just practice today, experiment today with letting the thought be there, me noticing it, and then letting it go. I don't have to entertain it. I don't have to get in relationship with this thought. I can just let it go. Now, it takes a lot of practice because you're probably going to notice five or ten times that you got caught up in it. And even if you can, in the middle of it, take a pause and give yourself a smile when that happens. Like, okay, I'm running away. I'm feeling guilty. Oh, maybe I I can pause this. Take one breath and then give yourself the opportunity to have a different relationship with that thought. It can be simply neutral. This came up. I see that it came up and now I'm going to let it go. Now, how do we get to be able to do that? Because you don't have all this time all day, every day, right? To take a breath with a thought. Thoughts come and go so rapidly, we don't have enough breaths to keep up with them. But as you practice in your meditation, where you have set 10 or 20 minutes aside every day, maybe you're still only on one minute and that's okay. As long as you're doing it every day of being with your mind when thoughts come up, whether they be like Liz 
anxious thoughts about guilt, guilty thoughts causing you to be anxious, whatever your thoughts are and whatever your emotion is around it, just be with it. This is where we practice. And why we practice is so that when we're out in our lives, working away at our job, and then we have a thought, a random intrusive thought that causes us to feel guilt, we have the ability, because of all of our practice, to see it, to have the awareness, and to simultaneously be able to make a different choice. It doesn't seem like it can happen with taking a breath, right? But we can in our daily life, but we can take that breath in our meditation. That's where we practice it. Then our, we become skilled and we're able to make choices in our daily life that would have, they would have just flown through us. You would get to the end of the day and wonder why you felt so guilty because the thoughts were coming and going. And you didn't really have any awareness of them. And you're wondering what all this emotion and these feelings are about. Because it all happens so rapidly. But when we take the time in our meditation, we actually have the skill and the ability to be able to, to make a choice in the busyness of our life. It, it just comes we don't even have to think so much about it. Is it perfect? No. We will often get caught running off with guilt and and then, you know, have a moment where we say, oh, there I am. That's okay. That's okay. If, if you can cut any of them out, if you can catch any of them, you're doing really good. So practice this in your meditation. Liz, this is what I want you to do. How You ask, how can I improve from the guilt of a bad thought. You improve by being able to make a different choice, by having a different relationship with the thought. The guilt is just a habit, and you don't need to have that habit. You can change habits, and you can begin to see where you're needing to change, where you're needing to have a different relationship, each day, you're already catching them because you had the awareness enough to write a question about it. So you are already on the right path. You're already able to see that this is happening. So in your meditation, Liz, I want you to practice with the thoughts that come up, knowing that you have a choice with each of those thoughts to either have a a relationship with them where you want to entertain them and and continue or that you just want to let them pass by because every thought that comes also goes. Everything in this world that comes, that arises will also go away. So you're not stuck with the thoughts. You get to decide which ones you will be in relationship with and which ones you will let go. And if your relationship with the thoughts, particular thoughts have been ones of guilt, we those are ones we don't want to be entertaining those thoughts. We want to be able to get to neutral with them. So we let them arise as they will. We can't control that. And then we see them and then we let them go. We don't need to engage with them. We can let it go. But it's important to go to neutral, Liz, versus 
getting angry or upset or feeling the feeling of guilt or getting hard on yourself because you felt guilty. Like you see where this loop can never, this cycle can just continue to feed itself. So we need to step back and we need to go to neutral, let it arise, note it, you see it, it's there and you let it go. Now that takes a lot of time at your thinking but if you practice that in your meditation, you will become so skilled at it, you don't even need to think about doing it. You end up doing it much more automatically. So that's my um, thoughts for you, Liz. It's a good thing for you to work on. It's a great question. Guilt is hanging around so many of us, and it is causing people to feel more anxiety, just like you. It feeds itself. And then with more anxiety, we can tend to feel more guilt. So we can see how this is self-perpetuating. And there is a way out. It is our awareness and it is our decision to have a different relationship with our own thinking. And we change that in meditation. I'm so happy that I get to spend time with you guys, and I'm really looking forward to more questions coming in. So send yours either by email or do like Liz did and send your question with the speak pipe on our website, anxietycoachespodcast.com. And now for today's quote. Unease, anxiety, tension, stress, worry, all forms of fear are caused by too much future and not enough presence. Guilt, regret, resentment, grievances, sadness, bitterness, and all forms of non-forgiveness are caused by too much past and not enough presence. And that's from Eckhart Tolle. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. 